Yes, we do. Every single Saturday on these airwaves. My name's Casey Steve, the voice of your valley. On Merced's News Talk Station, 107.3 FM, 1480 AM, KYOS. Come on, baby. Schumerson. Livingston. Dos Palios. El Nido. And all the little communities up and down the 99 in the county. Of mercy. Mercy me. Ooh, down just a little too fast, huh? You got to uh, make that transition a little better, Case. Here we are, Seth, but I have to do everything myself. Dave Luna has a staff. Hey, here we are, February 18th. That's right, a new bonus half hour. You don't have to listen to the old stuff. Oh, we already did that. I can make a drink, baby. I'm going to make those margaritas. Margaritas. Where? Oh, I guess we'll do that. A little instrumental. Speed that up a little bit. Dave Luna, he has uh, cruising with the big Huda later today. Five to five to six. I think you got to make it longer, but uh, cost of gas. Barely keep the engine on that long. Hey, here we are. Okay, nine o'clock. Let's continue. So many things to talk about. Uh, we've been talking to you in the 8 a.m. hour. If you missed that, you can go to 1480kyos.com. Catch it on the podcast. They're all there. Three, four hundred shows. It's just amazing. Hours of mindless entertainment. Some of it relevant, some not. You know, our words breathe, our thoughts burn. And if you're so inclined and want to listen to some of the old, show, old shows, there they are. Especially the 8 a.m. hour, which we talked a little bit about the strategic planning session that uh, Merced City Council had last Saturday, 9 o'clock. Went for almost four hours. Uh, I don't know if they had lunch in there or not. I haven't watched the whole thing, but we uh, watched quite a bit of it. And very interesting things. We also uh, covered some of the uh, topics at the last town hall. The best for last, baby. And I say the best for last because Mayor Murphy, former Mayor Mike Murphy, that's right, M&M's, melting your, well, not your, anyway, Mayor Mike, uh, city on the rise, city on the horizon, uh, keep a, keeps a rising. Uh, he sh- uh, showed up uh, with a uh, statement, with a statement uh, putting the council on notice that a citizens group is going to be gathering petitions. Maybe as I speak, I don't know. I have not been hit up, but would gladly sign it and would encourage people to do so to put a version of Measure C, basically the current version. It'll be called something else. It won't be Measure C because the county will assign it a new number. It'd be cool if it was Measure C, but basically a public safety tax. Most of the money going to fire and police, as it does now, with uh, you know about 5% going to roads. Legacy funding, as Mayor Murphy calls it, basically what's happening now will continue for 20 years. Yes, there will be a sunset. It won't be in perpetuity. Uh, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a common sense approach which the council had the opportunity to take last year. And, of course, some members of the council uh, felt it was uh, ill-advised to have a supermajority to forward it to the voters. That was not well received by the Merced community or the Merced Police Department. We found out, uh, listening in the strategic planning meeting, that almost a third of the force, out of 98 members, almost a third of the force, my friend, 30-some members are ineffective, patrolling the mean streets of Merced, either because of injury, 
illness, medical leave, administrative leave, working as school resource officers, which again, I understand they are helping at the schools, but not on the streets. So again, uh, most people assume that the, uh, you know, you call 911, the cops are going to come, you know, you're rolling around the mean streets of Merced, they're out there patrolling uh, in their vehicles. Well, there's not that many of them to do that. And when you take 60 some officers and divide that by the number of shifts divided by 7, 24, 24, 7, however you want to call it, it's difficult. And so uh, very, very interesting, uh, this Measure C, the effect it's had on the department. Uh, Councilwoman Perez, excuse me, Mayor Pro Tem, Perez had act, uh, asked uh, the current uh, acting chief, Chief Weiss, who uh, sad to see him go. My personal opinion is he'd make a great chief, but I get it, chief, acting chief. I get it. You know, I, <laughs> I'd be running for Z Hills myself probably, but the point is he came up uh, after Mayor Pro Tem said, well, how many people are leaving because of Measure C not being on the ballot? It's not that many, is it? A couple? No, it's 12, and that's a lot. And so your actions have consequences, Mayor Pro Tem, as they did last year, and they're resounding throughout this department and throughout this city and also to try to find a replacement for the chief. So that was a big issue uh, in the discussion on the strategic planning session held by the city council is how to proceed. Now, Councilwoman Perez, Mayor Pro Tem Perez, has morphed this into a war uh, between the citizens group and herself saying she wanted a full percent, which is news to everybody because she didn't even want it on the ballot. And when they were talking about not putting on the ballot, the reason was because of no affordable housing option, which Jesse Ornalis led the charge on this. He carried the water for the folks that come out and what want basically free housing from the city. I mean, let's not, you know, we want subsidized housing. We want affordable housing. What house is affordable? Talk to your parents. If they're fortunate enough to have owned their own home, to have bought their own home, and what a struggle it was to get the payment to make the payment, to get it, to, to work, to afford your house. So when you talk about affordable housing, it's not just the cost, the initial cost of the house. you got to carry the freight. You have to do the work. And these groups that come before the council and bray at the microphone about the need for affordable housing with no clear definition, and when money is offered, it's not used, it's not used effectively, and the cost of quote unquote affordable housing at six or seven hundred thousand dollars or more a door is incredible, especially when we talk about homeless. Let me play some comments from the mayor about the effectiveness of the outreach and what it takes really to break through to some of these homeless folks. I think people I'm, I'm understand what to do, and just, just, I mean, just seeing it, I think people are doing the hard part is the problem so big and it's so difficult, and to create change with someone who's on the street for example you have to build trust and that takes you don't just come out one time and say i don't know if anybody's ever tried to do it i've tried to do it a bunch of times you walk out to somebody and say hey uh, i can i can connect you with somebody you want to get help what's the answer no every time you have to go out and you have to be there five ten fifteen twenty times to build trust um and it takes a coordinated team 
It takes, uh, in talking to social workers, they like having police there. Police there and DART gives them credibility. It gives it a little more air of a seriousness, and it provides them with a sense of safety, too, so they can operate. Uh, and it also provides a sort of emergency response where, uh, you know, we're more active, they're faster. Um, and But if we just have enforcement, obviously that's not going to go anywhere. So you need enforcement plus the social workers, be it from the nonprofits, be it from the county. And I think, and then the gap really is the long-term big drug treatment and mental health issues. You know, so what are you doing with those long-term serious cases? And that's that's where the the gap. But that's a huge, huge, huge issue to address. And you're talking about people who probably need a year's worth of treatment. And you know, providing that is just something that's. I mean, the, the resources that are there are just not up to that. So we've seen challenge. But I think people know people know them. <clears throat> Turning point in Sargis, he goes around every month and talks to every single person in the city of Merced. So it keeps a monthly count of how many folks are out in the city of Merced. They, they go out, they know people by name, they talk to people. Um, you know, populations change, they house quite a bit of people, but more people come out. So, so we, and we've had success with the homeless court, so we know this wraparound model uh, works. It's just how do we upscale, right? Yeah, I mean, like I, I understand they, they they have like I think it's one or two people that go out and do outreach on. For homeless folks, right in the county that covers Winton, Las Banas, Dos Palos, Planada, Le Grand, the areas all all around it, it's one or two people. Way more than that. That's four hundred square miles, and the, but they have another person just for the city of Merced. You know, so like how how, how I just don't know. like I know they're doing X Y Z, and, and a lot of those X Y Zs are just deliverable, so they can tell their funders and tell the, their voters, okay, look, we did X Y Z, but where I don't I don't see the impact. You know, but that's a whole different thing. But all right. At the end there, you heard Jesse Ornalis talking about the frustration of the county's efforts, the lack of resources, the resources they have being spread thin. And it really gets into the larger discussion of what the city should be doing. These folks that demand affordable housing and those type of things should realize that these are county functions. These are led by the county and are going to be even more so in the future where the state of California is going to localize some of these uh, development decisions, land use decisions, making sure that the county is meeting their arena, their regional needs, housing, allotment. When projects come before the city, the county is going to have to sign off on them. And so making uh, inroads with the Board of Supervisors, with your electeds at different levels, McCag, your fellow council members, your fellow mayor mayors who all work with the cog the coalition of governments which we fondly call mccag the merced county association of governments this is where the real power lies and our supervisors here in the city of merced have been goa they have been gone on arrival we can't find them and they're the ones that should be directing the needs and the resources to the cities to take care of these issues that the people clamor about, that the business owners clamor. The city of Merced is an intake. The city of Merced with the police department, with DART, which is disbanded. But you call a police officer now, all they can do is enforcement or try to refer people to services. And those services are in nine times out of ten provided by the county. And so the things that are asked for really need to be talked with with the county. There was some discussion at the meeting. Well, gee, how do we make relations with the county? Take them to lunch. Talk to them. 
They should be at the meetings. They should be at these strategic planning meetings. There should be more cooperation. This is something I harped on during the election. You can't do it alone. As a council member, as a city, as a city manager, we all have to be rowing the boat in the same direction. You know, it's like the old days in the ship. You know, everybody's sitting on the bench. They're, they got their hand on the oar. You know, you got the guy up front, you know, bong, 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 bong. You know, you're moving ahead. When your oars are in the water, you're using a coordinated effort. You're making momentum. In too many cases, we spend millions and millions and millions of dollars and don't get any results from these programs. We get a two-year grant, an 18-month grant, a 27-month grant, a 30-month grant. We hire the personnel. We do this. We buy the post-it notes. We fill up the car. We go out, and then it ends. The wraparound services, the reach-around services, whatever you want to call it, it ends. It's over. And now you're left standing there, shivering in the cold, with nothing to show for it. Except somebody hugged you. It's not effective. And people are realizing it. And the county, they're, G, they're, they're gone, baby. You know, 10 to 10.30 on a Tuesday. If you want to talk to the Board of Supervisors. But hey, let's get back to the Merced City Councilor's strategic planning session and the discussion around Measure C, again, the citizens group taking the bull by the horns, not waiting around for a council that feels public safety is not a top priority. You'll see... Mayor Pro Tem Perez morphed this into, hey, we need a full cent, not really describing what it's going to be for, alluding that it's going to be for public safety. But again, the definition of public safety is affordable housing. So let's hear their comments now. Okay, public safety. Uh, uh, first, yeah, Measure C. Uh, seems to me, I mean, it's a, at least for, for our, this body, it's much more of a 2024 question than a 23 question. Um, just given that it's we can't put on the ballot until November of 24. Um, so we can certainly discuss it now and come up with a plan now, but at the same time, it's a November. I don't think it's the power to put it on uh, the election or then. Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, I played hockey, and Wayne Gretzky has a famous quote that the more shots on goal you take, the more chances you get to score. So, you know, look, we got some time. I think we let the citizen group take a shot at it. They'll have a lower voter threshold to pass it. And if it doesn't work for some reason, we got the backup in 2024. So I'd say table measure C for now. I, That's really the best approach. I feel um, we, should keep, we should. I wanted to add a half a cent sales tax to the measure C. Merced is growing. We need um, to provide officers with quality pay. We need to invest in our fire and our police. If we are in support of them, then we would want more for them. So to put it on the ballot with the money that is with a half cent sales tax is really not. I mean, I want it to be on the ballot, but I also want it to provide adequate funding for our officers. And if we want quality officers and quality firemen, which we do have, and we do know that we're going to need more. They're leaving to cities that are surrounding us because we're not paying them enough. Um, it might be a subject that is not popular, but it is true. They do need more money. And... Um, it's not fair to the officers that are here providing, having to work extra because there's not enough 
police officers that are leaving to Atwater, that are leaving to Los Banos, or have sent sales taxes way behind other cities. Um, Merced is not going to stop growing. Anytime you have a UC in town, Merced, the town will continue to grow. We're planning for future growth. So how come we are trying to shortchange them at this point? So I think that Measure C is something that's great. Mike wants to put it on the ballot with his committee. That's awesome. But, you know, really invest in the community that you say you care so much about. Those, those, that's my feelings. And um, shortchanging them is just shortchanging them. You want a cheap purse or do you want a quality purse that's going to last you a long time? I'm just, I'm just saying as, as a person, I want something of quality. And if we're investing in all this, let's invest in it right. Here's all. Yeah, big question too is I mean, how do we, uh, you know, inter interact with the, with the, the citizen ballot initiative one, and then two potentially, you know, to Bertha's point, going to eight point seven five as opposed to eight point two five where we're right now, Jesse. I, I I don't I don't personally I don't think the voters will vote for it without a housing element. I I think last year, uh, that's what we, what we had learned. Right, it was like a lot of community members came out. Right, they they wanted, you know, some some percentage of it. To go towards housing, and what the community group isn't providing is that, and I, I think that might end up, um, you know, being the, that measure's downfall is that, you know, like l last year, you know, and I think it was in August when 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 Measure C failed, it was never about stopping Measure C, right? It, it was it was about us being able to provide a housing element for it, right? And, and the agreement was, right, the discussion, the talks were, you know, to let the voters decide to have two separate tax, uh, special taxes, Measure C and then one for housing, and then the day of that decision, right, some city council members who are no longer here changed their mind, right? They changed their mind, and, and all of a sudden, we were like, it's just Measure C, public safety, all or nothing, right? And, and there was three of us that, that held our ground and said we wanted housing included in it, affordable housing on it. And then and we held our ground and it failed. Right? And and I had said, now it's time to play ball. Right? Because affordable housing is important to the people, so it's important to, to, to a few of us. Right? And so now you know the community group is doing it. I'm not against it being on the ballot. Let the voters decide. You know, but like now, uh, I don't think it's gonna pass. Long story short, I don't think it's going to pass because it's lacking the housing element. All right. I just, I feel, I mean, that, at least maybe that mischaracterizes the discussion a little bit. I just, it seems like, you know, the Measure C is being a, a general tax. We could, we could have used it for, I mean, no matter what the ballot language, could have been used for housing. It is. Um, but, you know, there's, uh, so I don't know, what do you guys want, what do you think? Uh, at this point, it's... At this, I got, I got a question. Yes. At this, at this stage of the game, you know, like you know, the community group can keep organizing, doing what they're doing, but at the same time, the council can also start having these discussions. Just, to, just to, at some point, we're going to be polling, right? Someone's going to be polling, and yeah, can, you know, we can go from there. Yeah, and a lot of it depends, obviously, what happens with their if they're on the ballot. Assuming they're on the ballot. Uh, for the primary, if, I'm not even sure if they can be, but if they're on the ballot in um, March, it would be a March primary, right? In a, of 24. In, in 24 in a presidential year. Um, they're on the ballot then, and then depending on what happens there, then 
that kind of obviously dictates what what we do. Okay. I would think. So we yeah. have some time to wait then. Right? That's the thing. I mean, I, I just because that's I, obviously it right. felt really rushed last year, right? Like, right? It did. I mean, we brought it up in February of last year during our goals and priorities, and the whole point of the campaign is we had to pass that for that committee on Measure C to start notifying our community of what Measure C was going to be doing. I know there's a, the discussions of changing Measure C, but I think when you're looking at a ballot, you're looking at the issues and saying, okay, this is going to a lot more things. Um, and this is going off the topic, but it's let Measure C pass how it is. Is there another measure that we can bring forward in the years to come that isn't going just towards one thing? You know, a few years ago, we, there was community members coming out about parks, and they just went all this money to parks. We put so much money into parks in the last two years. Now it's housing. Okay, we have put money towards housing. Every few years, there's something that's going to need an extra money. Why aren't we putting a measure together where, depending on that year, we have a pool and it can go towards that project and fund that project to alleviate, elevate that. But every few years we're going to have different issues. And I think if there's another separate measure not tying into Measure C, that might be the way to go. I'm glad the community members are putting this on the primary ballot because I think it's going to separate in case there does come a point that we do want to put a measure on because when people see a lot of measures on there and it's taxes they're going to they're say no they're looking at that so i think this is a strategic way of doing it and i think that's another conversation for us to have maybe not today but maybe in 2024 is there other measures that we could be putting on and to help our citizens it's simple i'm sorry I, i'm just gotta say it just because it's super bowl weekend well i hope this hail mary um it works. I, I do want to resonate uh, or echo Councilmember Arnella's point because when we had our study sessions, I think there were five of them, if I'm not mistaken. Um, everybody there asked for a redefinition of public safety and for it to incorporate other aspects of community safety aside from just police, fire, and parks. And, and Venus, you could correct me if I'm mistaken here, but my understanding was during these sessions, Everybody that spoke essentially spoke on that behalf. So that was the feedback we got from those study sessions. And then we came back and shared that feedback with council. And then we did an additional survey that included a housing element. And then the policy direction was as Jesse described. So what we need to know is do you want us to so and, and there needs to be an understanding. The city's ability to do outreach is not the same as to lobby for a measure right there's only so much that we are allowed to legally do as a city so the community has to come and support whatever you want to do on the ballot separate and apart from your city employees we cannot our education and outreach can only go so far and i think there's a desire for us to do what the community can do and we can't we have to be mindful of that so you need to for for us today what would you like your staff to do related to measure c do you want to do additional polling this next year? Because if you do, I need to put it into the budget. If you don't and you want to wait, that's fine. We still should be looking at strategically moving employees off Measure C as other funding sources allow. Because the lighter the burden, the better in two years, right? And so I think that Measure C can still remain a priority depending on the level of work you want us to engage in. That's why we're here today. I, I would say I'm okay with waiting. I would like to see that Hail Mary succeed. And if you really believe that, I've got some oceanfront property to sell you in Arizona. 
it uh, really bugs the council, especially those folks that want to defund the police, that a citizens group has found a way around their obstruction, their obstinance to letting the voters decide. And they're going to do everything they can to paint this as something other than it is. And I would just encourage this Measure C Citizens Committee to keep your eyes on the prize. Keep your eyes on the goal because you're going to have people that are going to morph this into something that it's not. Anyway, we're out of time for the special uh, the bonus half hour of Citizen Watch. My name's Casey Steed, the voice of your valley. So happy you've been able to join us here on this Saturday. We'll see you next week with more from the strategic planning session and the city council meeting that's going to be held Tuesday night. It's going to be a good one. We'll see you later. My name's Casey Steed, the voice of your valley on Reset's News Talk. 107.3 FM, 1480 AM, KYOS.